When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right now, it's showtime. It's Dave and Mahoney. Mahoney. Gotta be Mahoney. Gotta be Mahoney. Yeah, Dave. Dave. Right, man. Dave and Mahoney. Never mind that. Here comes Dave and Mahoney. Well, hello, friends, and thank you for joining us. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Audrey? Dave, first, I would like you to clear your gross throat of all of the phlegm. Secondly, I would okay, love first some off, bad this is the, news. The reason why I had some phlegm is because you haven't talked to me since I walked in the room. It's my first time saying a word. Good morning, Dave. Sorry I was in the throes of a text message. A friend of mine just told me she's been sober for a month, and that's a big milestone. So I'm congratulating you. you now to tell you that? Well, it's just three hours ahead. Oh, okay. All right. So anyways, I was Still. congratulating my friend on her sobriety well, milestone. Good morning. Been, you could have been congratulating me on having a clear throat if you would have talked to me. <laughs> get the egg out of your throat. <clears> put your <throat> jeans on. Get I to did, work. I did have some driving eggs on the way here, and that, <laughs> that may have been what was going on. But You're so wealthy. You and your eggs. <laughs> I never what realized that that was a flex until now, but so rich. Sorry. Good morning, Dave Farah. Thank you. It is good to be with you, Audrey. Would you like some good news or some bad news? I would love some bad news. Okay. What is the worst possible place to find a surprise snake? In the toilet, I feel like, is the general. Yeah. yeah. yeah nobody wants to find a surprise snake in a toilet. Is there someplace worse? There is a snake catcher in Queensland, Australia, that had to go out to a home because there was a four-foot surprise snake in somebody's toilet. See, actually, I take that back. Toilet would be bad. Four-foot, for sure. Extra bad. Mm. Extra long bad. In your bed. Ah, uh, see, I feel like the toilet is somehow when worse. When you're asleep. I mean, yeah. and it creepy crawls up next no, no, to no, you. No, no, it's, it's that's like, hey. that's bad. That's not as bad as like taking all of your valuables, if you will, and plopping them right in front of the snake's the face. Jewels. And uh, you may not know this, but uh, snakes love to eat other egg, snakes, eggs, oh, eggs. And if there's just a couple of dangly looking eggs, like hello, it's not great. Not great. Well, but it's dark. They're tired, too. They're just kind of like a little groggy. Yeah, but then you start oh, pooping on them. <laughs> <laughs> they need their morning eggs, too, huh? The, uh, the residents were quote quite surprised when they went to use the bathroom and they found it. I don't know if I would be able to use the bathroom anymore. At Ever. least without being incredibly paranoid. See, but here's the thing. Is we hear stories like this kind of often. How yeah. Regularly, regularly, do you check the toilet before sitting down? I mean, not that regularly. Ever. I mean, you sure, I open it and look in there, but Yoo-hoo. this particular snake was like hiding. <laughs> you want to see the 
picture of it underneath the rim there, so you almost couldn't Ew. see it. Yeah. Oh, it looks like a twig. It's it, tail. It, it, its tail does down in there, yeah. Yucky. Yeah, I mean, we hear all of these stories, and we never check. I never checked the toilet under, like, to see uh, if there's a creepy crawly. Are you the sort that checks the toilet to make sure the seat is down so you don't fall in? No, because I have a gentleman of a boyfriend. Okay, that's not how that works. That's not how it works. We're in charge of putting the seat up so we don't pee on it. You're in charge of putting it down so you don't fall in. Dave. Audrey. That's not how that works. That is how that works. You have tiny little girls, girl children. Yes. You expect them to put their teeny tiny little kid hands all over the toilet seat? What's wrong with the toilet seat? I put it up so it doesn't get peed on. It's not getting peed on. You make them... Slave over the toilet. Slave over the that's, toilet. That's child labor. That is you not child labor. You make them work to go pee? No. The, so you're telling me that if the if the toilet seat is down and the cover is down, you just pee all over it? You just can't be bothered to touch it? You just urinate? You sit down and just let it fly? I think that you have better aim to where you could get through the hole without lifting it up if you tried real hard. Yeah. I, a lot of times You could even that. just sit. If I, you wanted to. I, why you would wanted I sit? To and relax? I don't need to relax. It's going to take 11 seconds to go pee. I don't know, man. I think that you have the stressful life. Just take a seat. I don't have a stressful life. I just need to get things done. And then maybe you get a little tickle from a four-foot snake. I don't want a tickle. (laughs) Some good news today as well. Um, And, Audrey, maybe you should be grateful that you have a co-host that has a flummy throat because that proves life. I'm alive. Uh, I don't know where I was going with it. Being grateful is good for your health. That's the point. (laughs) Stress is pretty unavoidable in a lot of aspects in life, but they're saying that if you find ways to show gratitude about even the smallest things in life, it is actually good for your health. Okay. Mm -hmm. I am grateful that you Mm -hmm. came into work today. Yeah, thank you. Your belly is full. Yep. You're full of egg. Full Full of of egg egg energy. Yes, big egg energy. (laughs) (laughs) So wealthy. (laughs) So rich. You have eggs. eggs. Uh Uh-huh, yeah. You should be really grateful. You have eggs. Well, most are pricing out chickens. Mm Mm-hmm. In order to be able to afford them, you know, I'm 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 grateful that you're here as well. That was hard for me to say. Wow, Dave. I mean, after the phlegm comment, that was pretty hurtful. Who knew you were just going to crack the mic with a vocal box full of? If you want to just talk to me, lard. <laughs> wow. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is Dave and Mahoney. So there's a lot of people that love to blame different politicians for gas prices. And if you really dig into it, we know that it has very little to do with whoever happens to be in charge of the country at the moment. A lot of it has to do with, obviously, what's going on in the world, but also just a lot of gas stations setting the price to whatever they might want it to be. I feel like that's more it. I don't I don't know if I've ever seen this before in my entire life. I was driving to work today, and I was just paying attention to the different prices for a gallon of gas as I was driving in. And I don't think that I've ever seen it where there's a 50-plus cent swing from between gas, station gas, and gas stations station. literally across the street from each other. Yeah. I feel like, I okay, feel like so that happened whenever we saw it almost $2 more than where we're at right now. Yeah. Um, but you're right. For the most part, that's, that's not very good competitive pricing. <laughs> so let's just be clear about this. Uh, the U.S. Supermajor Chevron said total revenue for 2022 was more than double that from years ago. And it also reported strong investment and in production levels. So they reported an annual revenue, an annual revenue in a single year of $35.5 billion, which is a pretty significant uptick from the $15.6 billion that was earned in 2021. 
Well, think about the reasons why they were able to upcharge. We had all of the pipe. There was a, that huge thing across the pipeline from uh, from the southeast that happened at early last year. The war happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, of course, there's going to be an uptick from 2019 to 2020 because we were all locked indoors and nobody was going anywhere. But this isn't 2019 to 2020 or 2020 to 2021. This is 2021, which not everything was back to normal, but a lot of stuff was where they made $15.6 billion to $35.5 billion in 2022. Said it's a record in production for the U.S. assets. We delivered on our financial priorities, returning cash to shareholders, investing capital efficiently, and paying down debt. Wait, so I just Mm. said something about the pipeline. Dave, help me remember, because there's just been so much happening that I feel like it's really hard to keep track of everything that's going on. Was that the Russia hack on our pipeline? Mm, Or was there just a separate Russia hack? It is so hard to keep up with what they're hacking at what point. Was it a pipeline or was it a Because there was something that happened. Or something. I can't remember. But it happened from like Texas all the way over to the East Coast and Southeast. And I remember it being a huge deal because on the West Coast, the gas got up to like, remember in remote areas in California, to like almost $9 a gallon. Yeah. So no wonder they had massive profits. I mean, what a way to jack up the price and then start rolling in your gold mansion. It just uh, it, it bears looking around when you're going to gas up nowadays because there are so many gas Swings. stations that are still just charging whatever the hell they want. Just because corporate greed. Uh, speaking, everything. Speaking of Texas, a, a Texas woman has had to resort to putting threatening signs outside of her house, which seems weird, right? Uh, but the reason why she is very upset is because her house has been besieged by uh, by men who believe that her house is a brothel. Elaine White, 66, suspects that the men are victims of an online scam, which I guess put her address as a place to meet up for the hanky-panky. Said dude started showing up about a year ago asking for Nikki, Kelly, and Rhonda. So whoever was doing this prank, those are the names. Who wants to hook up with a hooker named Rhonda? I bet Rhonda's seen some stuff, though. Rhonda's been around the way. It's like, "Ah, I'm Rhonda. Like, walks in, cigarette hanging out of the mouth, two-inch-long ash. Get over here. Come here, sit down. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That's definitely her voice. (laughs) No question. Elaine estimates 25 men have showed up at her house hoping to find uh, a hooker. One traveled as far as 450 miles to get to her house. You're driving, what is that, like six hours? For Nikki, Rhonda, or what was her name? Uh, Nikki, Rhonda, or Kelly? Kelly. Kelly, yeah. Kelly seems like a nice lady. She said in an interview, how can a grown man go to a house in the neighborhood thinking they're going to get laid? How many hookers and prostitutes are there? Go get one. Leave me alone. I'm not here for that. <laughs> I love that she's just like this grumpy, grumpy lady. She put a sign out in front of her house that says, Kelly does not live here. Kelly is, it, is Kelly specifically, yeah. but I mean, is she the hot commodity? Because Rhonda, on the other hand, she's in the backyard waiting for you. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Then call and leave a message. 833-YO-DUMMY. Now, the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. What was your favorite piece of clothing um, that you've ever owned? Message deleted. Like a singular piece of clothing? I mean, I remember when I was a kid that I had... Did I tell you about that? I had that Wayne Gretzky shirt that I that I got from the Lost and Found. You stole it. I didn't steal it. The teacher said I could take it. 
or at oh, least that was my story that I've told enough times over the years that I've come to believe it myself. Uh, but yeah, it was in the Lost and Found, and one of the teachers said that I could take it, and I remember wearing it, and I loved Wayne Gretzky. You're like, yes. The great one, so I was rocking the shirt, and everything was great until I got called out on the actual owner of the shirt, said, hey, where did you get that shirt? To which I foolishly replied, replied Kmart. I got this shirt that looks a lot like your shirt, but I got it from Kmart. That's right. Blue that special. I don't <clears> think <throat> I've ever had a singular piece of clothing that I was obsessed with, but I can remember getting my first velour. Your first what? Juicy oh, tracksuit. You douchebag. Um, <laughs> me and every girl 2000. Yeah. Did it say juicy right in the butt? No. My parents wouldn't let me have the juicy butt once. Oh, that, that was taking it too far. But yeah. you dressing like a Russian gangster, that's fine. Was perfectly yeah, fine. It's fine. Me it's again and every girl in the year 2004 <laughs> looked like we were in the mob. Also, can we just talk about that for a second? Like, I mean, I understand that like all little boys are kind of little horny perverts. Uh, myself included at that time. But, I mean, when it says juicy right on the butt of the pants, like that's the Perfect only thing marketing. that you think about, right? It's sure. kind of like the uh, Victoria's Secret when it says like pink, pink right down the, Yucky. right across the butt or all, down the leg or something. You're like, ah. <laughs> yeah. Feels so obvious well, what you're pink marketing. Well, took that from Juicy. They did. Yeah. So Juicy. Juicy started the butt stamp. They did. Yeah. So I think. The, I mean, I've never seen it before with the Juicy butt. Yeah. I mean, why would you ever, do, or or actually, you know what, maybe even, was that during the Apple Bottom era, where we were putting things on pockets, so maybe Juicy was like, you know, let's just take a step further and just put a whole word. So I distinctly remember being in uh, in college, and uh, University of South Carolina, the Gamecocks, and so a lot of the college girls mm-hmm. would wear those little college girl shorts, you know which ones I'm talking about, the gray ones? Spirit shorts. Uh, oh, the softy, the, the softy shorts? The softy that, shorts yes. that you like, wear to the gym. Yes. Only instead of it saying Gamecocks, because that was too much, uh, it removed the, the game from it, and so it just said... Just like Go Cox. Yeah, yeah. Like they're spilling in the spirit. Yeah, except for no Go in front of it. Oh. Just uh, that, that was what was on the butt, and you're like... Well, they almost changed it yeah, to, their, they, to that name. They were just going to be called the Cox, the, you know, sure, the Gamecocks. You, you can say that if you're talking about the Gamecocks. We of are course, talking yeah. about the Gamecocks. Cox. Yeah, and so right on the butt, it would just say Cox, right on the butt. And right, you're like, yeah, like okay, Cox Communications. Yeah. Like, well, sort of, but more like spelled. <laughs> so, yeah, fairly distracting as a, a young man who is trying to. And girls would really just be so oh, silly yeah. little naive oh, girls, or not naive. They were not naive at all. They knew exactly what they were doing. Sluts. <laughs> <laughs> I miss college. Uh, <laughs> college is a fun time. It they were just is. like, hey, boys, look at my but when I've got it written straight across it, are you going to like... Any ideas? <laughs> Hi, I'm listening from all the way from Savannah, Georgia, and I got to say, I completely agree. The cops at Disneyland need to be wearing Mickey ears with one ear red and one ear blue, and they need to flip back and forth, and they need to go, wee wee <laughs> Thanks for a great laugh. Y'all have a great day. Yes. Message deleted. Yes, I'm glad you thought that was funny because I thought it was hilarious at the time as well. First and I off, still think it's funny. And it deserves. Shout out to our friends in Savannah. Appreciate uh, the call today. Uh, secondly, no, I do not want the It'd cops wearing Mickey Mouse ears that flash it's red and blue. It's for the comedy, Dave. It's, have you ever seen a fight at Disneyland? Like a video of a fight? No. Because it seems like, kind of surprisingly, it takes forever 
for security to show up, which you would think would not be the case because Disneyland has got to be under constant surveillance. Well, can you imagine how much on like on the job you would be if you had the appropriate gear like Mickey Mouse, blue and red? I don't want my Police cops rolling on your up in Goofy's car. Like, I want you guys to actually get there. Oh, my God, even better, the Goofy hat. You, it would just be a tower of lights with the Goofy ears now, dangling if, down. If they were in full Goofy costume and they came out tasing people, I would be here for that. Yes, I mean, we, we can tase. We can. We can tase. As long as they get the exact, that would make them want to be on the on the job more. Like, just give them the cool hat for them to go out and, you know, arrest No, I want the them in, citizens. If, if we're going to do it, I want it full costume. I want to see... No, you can't have I, Mickey out there. Let, that would be so listen, traumatizing for children. That's, Mickey, Mickey Mouse the cop? Mickey's got to keep order, all right? I want to see Daisy Duck out there with an electrified baton, like, going after people. Daisy would. She would. Why not the villains? Why are you making the good guys do this? You think Daisy's a good guy? That little hussy is walking around without pants on. Has been for years. She totally was rocking the, the juicy shorts. The, the juicy pants. shorts, yeah. She was one of us. And then she took them off. One of us. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, serious questions here. Real serious. Why did humans evolve to grow butt hair? If it was for warmth, well, we invented pants. So why are our butts still hairy? Message deleted. I'm well, sure no, that you was... don't want to know this. I don't have a, uh, a hairy butt, which I'm I'm pretty good with. Inside the crack, you don't have hair. I mean, there's a. I mean, sure, there's a little bit of yeah. hair, like, but not. You know how like some dudes are like covered in hair. I'm yes. I'm, I'm just curious, Audrey. Let's say that you were, um, you know, having the relations with a man. Are you suggesting a... that I am licking a man? No, no, butt? no, 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 oh, no. Okay, no, no. We know you do that. Uh, You're so annoying. <laughs> oh. I'm looking up why do we have see, hair on our butts. I'm listening. Yeah. So uh, I'm just curious. Like, if you found the man really attractive, like, would you grab like a handful of the butt hair, and just like, Arr. and yank it? Well, just like kind of, you know. Then there's nothing sexy about me, like grabbing. I mean, his you wouldn't think that there's butt, anything butt hair, like, sexy about like bars. any of like grabbing any hair because normally if you're getting your hair pulled, it's not a pleasant experience, except for in certain circumstances. I'm just oh. curious if you like kind of grab it as like no, handlebar. No? No, Dave. No. Well, I wouldn't. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, uh, your boyfriend strikes me as a very nice guy. Like, I mean, I've had the pleasure of meeting him a couple of times. Like, just seems like a very, like, down-to-earth dude. Nice guy. Totally reasonable. And then you go and drop this on us. And I'm like, who are you dating? What is going on? Your boyfriend did what? He just wants to switch sides of the bed. What are you talking about? Exactly. That is... Which is funny because the first time that I ever slept over at his house, I tried to sleep on the right side, which is the furthest away from the door. Which is where you should sleep, right? Away from harm. Yes, because he's here to protect you. If somebody were to burst through the door, he needs to valiantly step up and fight that person to the death while you... While you Later, watch like and, and live blog, what's happening? Vlog. Everyone, look at this crazy happening. Yeah, no. So I slept there and he goes, no, no, no. Scoot over. And I was like, what? <laughs> he goes, to the left. And I was like, oh, okay. So I'm just going to be 
in harm's way. Real cool. So every time Wait, we have an argument. Thought, like, again, where do you live? Is it Iraq? Because why would you be worried about <laughs> well, people listen, bursting here, through the bedroom door? I just have a scary feeling sometimes. Mm. If I get too hot, I have nightmares. So uh, he was just like, get over to the left. And I was like, fine. So then he has no nightstand. So I had to beg for a nightstand. So we got a nightstand. Wait a second. He does not have a nightstand on your side of the bed? No. And this is what you're accustomed to, is having no nightstand. But you demanded from him that he provide you a nightstand, even though you're the no nightstand queen? Yes, and I got one. Okay. All right. And now he wants to move over. No, there was not another nightstand. There was no. There was zero nightstands. So you- I asked for a nightstand. I got the nightstand, and now he wants to be on the left side of the bed. Now that there's oh, so nightstand. he just moved his nightstand over there, and now no, Dave. There was no nightstand. Uh-huh. There was no nightstand right. in the room. And then he moved it over. What do you mean moved it over? It was there, nowhere to be there, found. There was zero nightstands in the whole room. Zero nightstands. What kind in of the whole psychopath room? nonsense are you talking about? <laughs> this is a bedroom with a bed. You need a <laughs> nightstand. Where do you put your phones? Exactly. So he no, had like, no, really. Where do you put your phones? So at the time, for a long you time, just I put, put them put it on, on, on the ground. On, there's like a like on the bed frame. There was like a little like a ledge on the bed frame. So I would put it on the ledge of the bed frame or underneath my pillow, which is not uncommon. Underneath your pillow. Yeah, that I'm an under pillow. I'm an under pillow girl. Hold on a second. I would like to confirm that that is very uncommon, unless no. I'm just mistaken. No, that's common. 833-YO-DUMMY is the phone number. You can call or text us. your phone is a thing. That is not a thing. Absolutely, it's a thing. Okay. You know other humans that do this? Yes. Or you just do this? Nope. Yes, but also yes. I do this and other people do this too. Could you give me an example of somebody that does this that you're aware of? Like millions of people. No, no, no. Like specifically. Like, do you have friends that do this? I'm sure Jordan does it. Uh, Well, let's, let's go live to producer Jordan. Uh, Jordan, do you put your phone underneath your pillow at night? Don't you t- get bullied by her and her look? She's pointing at him with not one finger, all of her fingers. This is stressful. Um, Tell the I, truth. Have you ever put your phone under your Dave, pillow you don't while get to you point sleep? At him too. If you say, "Have I ever?" I have in the past. Yeah, man. I don't do it often. I See? usually have it on my desk or on my desk chair. You put it under your pillow. Why do you put it on your desk or desk chair? Do you not have a, a nightstand either? Uh. It's on the other side of the bed. Oh my god! Could you sleep on the side Could you furthest just roll away? Over? The, I have on one side of my uh, bed. I have my desk. You only have a, one nightstand too. I have uh, the other one's in a random corner. <laughs> Why do you? So mean he has two nightstands, but <laughs> yeah. only one can fit next to his bed. Yeah, you guys live in sheer chaos. So back to my story before you started being mean to me about I'm not being my mean pillow to you. placement. I'm being real. Nobody does that. So, anyways, I begged for the nightstand. Got the nightstand. Now, my sweet, handsome, loving man has decided he just wants to take over and siege my spot. Okay, so I've got a question. Your boyfriend, when you asked for a nightstand, being the very understanding, sweet individual that he is, agreed to go get you a nightstand. And he went out nightstand shopping and got one? Ah, they come in pairs. Well, so, for but the, his, a his, his bed is next to, we have this like cool blue velvet chair that's like over there and it has its own little, its own little personal nightstand, <laughs> the chair does, or like its own like little personal, I don't know. It's almost like where you would put like a book. I don't know how to describe. So, that's like where he puts all his stuff is on that. So, he's not been, he's not been like nightstandless per se. 
I can't believe you moved into a man's house when he didn't have any nightstands in his bedroom. It was very decked out, very handsome. It was a very handsome room. Seems like it's missing a very important key feature. Well, it's not anymore because I came in here and I said, I am a lady and I demand things. And the one thing that I'm going to demand is sleeping with a nightstand. And now all my whole life is ruined. <laughs> You've been moved over to the no nightstands and you have been demoted. Oh, my gosh. This text from 702 said, in hindsight, it's better for Audrey to get a nightstand than to be a one nightstand. Exactly. I suppose. I have an I have standards. <laughs> this one also from 702. I always put my phone under my pillow. Well, usually on days that I work, that way when my alarm goes off, yep. it wakes me up. But on the days off, it goes on the nightstand. Well, guess what? You, I what, do, what, do you, the nightstand. It wakes you up when it's under your pillow better? Well, I don't have to reach very far. Oh, my God. You guys right are just peak lazy. Dave, this is not about me. If I this is about my rude boyfriend who is trying to move me across the bed. I can't believe that's that's unheard of. Like, well, he goes, you can't this move is his explanation. He said, he goes, I just like, you know, whenever you can't fall asleep in a certain spot anymore, it's because you're like, you've worn in that spot too much. So like, I want to try over on your side of the bed. And I'm like, oh, okay. You can't sleep very well. That's fine. Um, but you're not going to move over to my side of the bed. So did you say no? I slept on the left side last night. That doesn't sound very permanent. If that nightstand's following me. Mm-hmm, we'll see. <laughs> you're listening to Dave and Mahoney. When you're looking for love in all the wrong places. Does it smell like chloroform to you? What? It's the missed connection inspection on Dave and Mahoney. Ah, uh, yes. When you think, I'm looking for love and I want to go to the most obvious place, Craigslist. Towards the top of the list for everyone, right? That's I'm sure what that's, I think. When you were single, that's what you were doing, perusing sure. Craigslist. I was like, I wonder if all of these men at the grocery store who just keep stopping me, um, if they actually have ever posted anything about me on Craigslist. And we, we've we been searching. We haven't found any just yet, even, even though there seemed to be a connection with that gentleman that asked you about the rash cream. Yes. Uh, but we'll keep Odd looking. times. Odd times in the baby aisle. This is a man for a woman. This is entitled Stuck in a Maze with You. This could be you at a Stuck in store. a maze with you. That feels like a song, doesn't it? Like a lyric. Uh, I like how this guy starts. Very realistic. I knew from the start I stood no chance with you. Ha! Huh. And I knew the bumblebee would sting me in the ass. I was just grateful that somebody like you would even talk to me or know that I exist. I will always be secretly in love with you. Oh, no. No, you don't even know her. That's infatuation, yeah. darling. You're not in love with anyone. That's Stop in that. lust. You're in lust and infatuation. And that's fine. Those are honest feelings, but just don't confuse them for love. A couple of these have some ages attached to them. This was a, uh, a 32-year-old. It's entitled Buying Seed Supplies at Walmart. This is Dude for Dude. Oh, Birdfeed? Birdfeed, yeah. You are tall and slender in your 20s, question mark? You are buying seed trays and things to get seeds started at Walmart this afternoon. I saw you at the checkout in the garden center. We made eye contact a few times. You are adorable. Looking like quite the treat. If you have any interest in talking or maybe hanging out, then just let me know some details so I know it's you. Just a couple of dudes and some bird feed. I tell you what, man. Is there any gayer place on the planet than a Home Depot, a Lowe's, or a Walmart garden center? You know what? Every time I walk in through Home Depot, though, yeah, like the smell is very dudish. Like, yeah. I mean, I feel like if you were to go into a bachelor pad, it would smell like Home Depot. It doesn't. Home Depot smells good. Kind of smells like cut lumber. It does, bachelor that would. pads, you would know. They smell like uh, urine. No, no, I would not know. You would not. You've never been in a bachelor pad before. 
You talk about all of the times. Audrey. What do you mean all of the time? To- Watch your words. Words matter. Do not paint me for some crazy sex like urine. Oh, I peed on a mattress before for sure. <laughs> this one is entitled uh, Modern <laughs> Romance at the Social Security Office. Also, dude for dude, 28. You work at the second window, oh my God, at the Social Security office in Concord. I came in one week, then came back a week or two later. The first time I needed a replacement Social Security card, I know I felt something more for you. Even offered me a verification printout. It was like you really did want me to stay just a little longer. The second time I in, you called my number again. Was this fate? He's just doing his job, man. Uh, You made me feel like a teenage dream. As a hopeless romantic, I felt like I must post this here in hopes that you're just as romantic as I am. Let's make it last longer, just a little longer. You make me feel like I'm living a teenage dream. That's what he was listening to on the way back. (laughs) The way you turn me on. (laughs) Him and just Katy Perry. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. He's trying to get on that Social Security drip a little early. Uh, this one is entitled Blonde that works at McDonald's. Knights, in parentheses. This is a Specific. man for a woman. 48. I She's go, 48 or he's 48? He's 48. I go through there sometimes, just 11-ish, and see you. Are you single? Question mark, question mark. I think you're so beautiful. Me, I am single and very good looking. Get back to me and tell me how you wear your hair so I know it's you. I hope you see this. He's very good looking. Yeah. Listen, anybody who talks about themselves like that Anyone is going to treat yeah. you like worse than the mcdonald's trash like bucket like he's not going to treat you right like hey i'm so good looking come and talk to me there are certain things that you don't have to say one is i'm very good looking because they can tell that by looking at you also so subjective yeah isn't it uh this one is entitled cemetery Man for Man, 28. So I was just at the cemetery working on a genealogy project, and I walked down towards the water where you accidentally saw something. You then drove around for a minute slowly, thought you might be interested. What did you see? Uh, I have a lot of questions. How do you work on a genealogy project at, was he digging up graves? Oh, yeah. Were you robbing graves? Were you urinating? Or were you playing with yourself? Because none of those things are acceptable in a cemetery. Ah. Uh. Some people really enjoy cemeteries. Do they spook you out? I don't like them. Yeah. I don't like yeah, them. Yeah, no. Like, I'm not the type where it's like, ooh, it would be such a turn-on to hook up a in a cemetery. A mass burial site. Eey. Isn't that kind of gross to think about? Like, how many bodies? And let's where do not. we keep putting them? Let's like, just... do we just... What if we just keep building subdivisions and not enough funeral grave sites? Mm. Where are we going to put all these bodies? That's a good question. For real, Things though. that we don't have to worry about. Stop that. Where do we just... Where do we put Let's the move bodies? on to a lighter one. This one's <laughs> entitled <laughs> Applebee's. This is a man for a woman. You were there last night talking about the robbery. Doubt you'll see this, but if you remember, message me. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand. It's the Redneck Report. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So, Audrey, you've been through that same thing that a lot of us have, right? The ups and downs of like whether or not you feel like going to the gym. And when you go to the right. gym enough, you yeah. feel like going to the gym. But Nobody ever wants to go to the gym. It's like mental strength, like for, right. to get there. And yeah, then you, you always feel like good arrive. afterwards. Yes. Yeah. You have to arrive at that point where you're comfortable going to the gym. But for a lot of people, they also like look for excuses. Like I've had a couple of friends over the years. And I think that you've mentioned that you've done this before, too, where like you'll drive to the gym and then you'll be like, 
No. No. Oh, I've absolutely done that yeah. without question. I've gone there and I've like, if I've eaten too close to the time and I feel bloated mm, and like, yeah. cause part of working out is like, you want to look good too. Like while you're working out, like for me personally. So if I feel like bloated, I'm huh. not like, ugh. Yeah, so, you know, I'm so far off of the looking good while working out thing. That never crossed my mind. I just worry that I have to poop. I don't want to have to poop while I'm working out. Wait, just poop before. Yeah, but, like, what if I, Then like, you're real skinny. What if I shake something loose, though, you know, while I'm out there What's jogging? in there? I don't know, man. I don't know. What is lost so, in your behind? <laughs> what are you worried about? Like, depends just, on the day. Is so, that your drug pocket? <laughs> a, uh, a Colorado woman was at a Zumba class at the gym and was just, you know working out and that's when she got shot while working out in her zumba class there was a dude firing a gun across the street and he missed his target and it hit her instead adriana lavin said she was working out in her zumba fitness studio when gunshots tore through the front door and she dropped to the floor to avoid being hit but got shot in the leg in the process oh she needed to be quicker investigators oh you're gonna put this on her can you imagine if her feet would have been a little lighter for zumba Uh, if she had been i don't know there like three months before, she'd been real light on her feet. Yeah, instead of being an idiot and dropping to the ground. That she was actually dumb. She should have just jumped. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> She's so, working on that vertical. Uh, Diego Sanchez. <laughs> Hit the basketball court instead. Wait, it was different Diego Sanchez, right? Not the UFC guy. 36 was firing at a car, but instead hit the studio where G was working out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he later turned himself in, multiple charges, all kinds of stuff. First degree assault, first degree attempted murder, illegal possession of a firearm, blah, blah, blah. I have never done a Zumba class, mm, but they do good. look fun. Do they? Yeah, they do. Mm. There's actually a um, like a TikToker that I follow that he's got this super fun looking Zumba class, and everyone in there is just like popping their booty and like doing all kinds of like high knees and stuff. And every time I watch it, I'm like, wow. Yeah, that's, that's I could fun never for 11 do that. seconds on TikTok. Two hours of that, and you would hate the guy. You know, it seems like it's. I am an activities girl. Like oh, a Zumba's class is fit for me, terrible. but I dance so poorly. So another Swamp Thing security video of a Florida home shows somebody on several occasions peeking into a window before running away. That's terrifying. Uh, neighbors notified each other on a group chat, which how annoying is that neighbor's group chat, I imagine, to be on the lookout for this man. But police were called in because the dude was spotted. His name is Stephen Johnson, 29, confronted by authorities. And that's when he attempted to flee. And he did the one thing that we always say don't do if you're fleeing from the cops. He fell to the ground and got hit in the leg by a rogue bullet. No, he jumped into the nearby swamp and tried to escape. Yeah, this is in Shawshank. What are you doing, man? No, this is dumb. And see, also, like, this might have worked back in the Shawshank days. No more. The cops just flew a drone and found him quickly. Man, the like, police the days, got all kinds of technology I know, now. I know. Can you imagine trying to throw a house party, being 18, and you Impossible. think you're going to get away with it, and all of a sudden the cops pull out their drones, <laughs> and just follow yeah. you to your front door? Yeah, or, or your parents just have a drone hovering right above your party. Just ring doorbells in general. Yeah. Everybody's a snitch. <laughs> That's the thing, man. Back in the Everybody's day, a snitch. back in the day, we didn't ever get busted for anything unless one of our friends was a snitch. Did you beat do, that friend up? Do they even give snitches stitches anymore, or was that just an, our generation? No, thing? they've got super glue now. You don't even get stitches anymore. I know. You just get super. <laughs> glue. Everything's going to hell in a handbasket. <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. Is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Time to play Tipsy through the quad. or Toddler on Dave and Mahoney. Amanda is joining us today for a round of Tipsy or Toddler. Hey, Amanda, how you doing? Good, how are 
Excellent. So the way this game works is I'm going to read you some things that were said, and they were either said by a person that is very drunk or a little kid. Your job to figure out which is which based on the transcribing. Uh, Let me ask you, over the course of the weekend, did you spend more time around little kids or drunk people? Um. Drunk people, it might have been myself. Yeah, it was you. It's always you, Amanda. All right, so here's uh, number one. Again, I'm just going to read you what was said. Audrey is here to help you out today. She does not know the correct answers, so she is here to help you out. We have a total of five. You got to get four out of the five in order to win, but Audrey is on your team. Do I get to help her on every single one of them, or she's too tipsy? Yeah, you guys feel free to talk through all of them if you want to. Gotcha. All right, so here's the first one. This starts off with person number one saying, Well, let me tell you this, Linda. Person number two, my name ain't Linda. Person number one. But I, if I wasn't here, I would surely take the day off from you. I feel like that's a sassy toddler, but that's just my gut instinct there. Could be wrong, but that's my instinct. Sassy toddler getting the name Linda wrong. What do you think, Amanda? I'm going to go toddler as well. You guys are correct. That is pretty tricky, but you figured it out. Well, let me tell you this, Linda. My name ain't Linda. If I wasn't here, I will surely take a day off from you. (laughs) Sometimes you just got to let your mama know. I love how the woman was genuinely offended that she was called Linda. Well, let me tell you this, Linda. My name ain't Linda. (laughs) All right, on the board with one. Well done. Here we go to number two. This is also two people. In fact, pretty much all of these are a couple of people. Thanks, Dave. As a matter of fact, yeah, I, I so can stop repeating that. <laughs> oh yeah, that's the stud muffin. What are you waiting for? I can't pose for that long. For what? That long. That's got to be a tipsy person. Okay. What do you think, Amanda? Um. Yeah. I don't think toddlers are posing much, but it could be. You guys are correct. That is because we're geniuses, Dave. Me and Amanda. Very smart. Oh, yeah, that's the stud muffin. I can't post for that long. You can't post for what? Amanda and I, sorry, geniuses. I I like that this, I don't know what was going on in this clip. I like that this woman was trying to get this extraordinarily drunk guy to pose for something. Oh, yeah, that's the stud muffin. You can't post for what? <laughs> I am home for that long. All right, here we go. On to number three. You guys are doing great so far. Two for two. On to number three. Louis, say cheese. F off. What? F off. Ooh. Tipsy or toddler. Amanda, what are, what's your gut instinct there? For I really don't know. I feel like it's a trick. Me too. Like, you wouldn't think it's a toddler. So, I'm going to guess the sassy toddler. That is... Correct. Well done. Louis, say cheese. F*** off. What? F*** off. What? Oh, that kid is going to be in trouble. That is a bad kid. Bad kid. kid, What kind of kid just tells their mom to F off? (laughs) What? Okay, three for three. You're doing awesome. Only have to get one more correct. We have two more to go so far. Perfect. Here we go. On to number four. But she doesn't know how to use arms. What do you mean? So are you a Kardashian now? It, um, Kardashian. That's all you get. What? I know. It doesn't make a lot of so sense. So somebody's asked, 
got to be a drunk so person, right, the, Amanda? The, the just, first person what? is like wearing a jacket think... without putting their arms in the sleeves. That's what's going oh. on there. So person number one said, but she doesn't know how to use arms. What do you mean? So are you a Kardashian now? It, um, Kardashian. Oh, because she's going to be putting it over her shoulders like a Kardashian is that what, and not okay. actually putting their arms through the jacket. Is that what the Kardashians do? So because of that, I feel like it's a tipsy person because what kid knows the the jacket placement on a body uh, like that for a fashion choice? I don't right. know. That's just, that's odd. So for me, and I feel like, don't, don't listen to me if you have an instinct of something different. But for me, I feel like that would be a tipsy person. Same. I don't think it, even if the kid watch the Kardashians with their parents or something, mom, I would assume, over a dad. I don't think they're going to catch the jacket placement. You guys, four for four. Yeah, girl. Got it. Let's have a listen. Wait, she doesn't know how to use arms. Which mean? Is they just put, like, if they were Kardashian now. Um, Kardashian. <laughs> Call or text us at 833 yo and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, I'm sure that you're not going to have my back on this one, so hopefully that somebody that is listening along today can commiserate. 833-YO-DUMMY, twitch.tv slash Dave Mahoney. Um, I don't feel like I get the sympathy that I deserve. Okay, Dave. When For I, what? Uh, <laughs> this is serious. Stop okay, I'm laughing sorry. at me. <clears throat> okay, I'm sorry. Okay. I'll be serious. When I have placed numerous significant sports wagers mm-hmm. and they're not going my way mm-hmm. because the 49ers third string and fourth string quarterbacks go down. And I really was very confident in my they position were lose? that I was fine with the 49ers losing. I just needed them to not lose by more than eight and a half points. And, uh, I did not expect for their all their quarterbacks to. I mean, what actually all happened in the game? I don't know if you saw any no. of that game, but Christian McCaffrey, who is the running back for the 49ers, has been playing was, as QB. Correct? Was going to have to step in as yes. quarterback, even uh-huh. though he's you know a running back. So he's out there like actually like changing out the helmet so he can hear the play calls and everything else. It's a disaster. Uh, but the point is, is like I you know placed plenty of sports bets that have not gone my way. That's just kind of part of betting. That's gambling. gambling. That's yeah. how it goes. But on Sunday afternoon, the wife was out doing stuff, and so I'm there with all of the kids, and I'm just saying, the kids were very annoying because they were not appreciating the fact that Daddy needed some alone time because his bets were not going his way. And it turns out, kids don't care about that sort of thing, and I didn't appreciate it. You should have said, no more Christmas. Canceling all y'all's all birthdays. All of your birthdays. Not because I'm you mad at you. You want to laugh at daddy? I am literally out of money, money is now. Gone. <laughs> You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, guys. Um, I was just wondering, is it bad that the person that played Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout that was in prison for two years sounded incredibly hot, like one of those hot, crazy chicks? It also says a lot about me because that's exactly the type of person that attracts me. 
Message deleted. Oh my gosh, we're about to play matchmaker right now. Oh, that would be wonderful. So we've actually kind of done this before. We used to have a group of ladies that used to listen in the jail that was nearby and started writing us letters. And there was a couple of them that were like genuinely would listen every day and just enjoyed the show and started writing in, in that way. But then there was a couple of other girls in the prison that got wind that we were receiving the letters and obviously enjoying them, reading them live on air. And so there was a couple of more opportunistic young ladies who thought, well, this is an opportunity to get some money out of these guys. Aww. And I guess that that's kind of a normal thing. Well, no, where but they're not like, Jen, our friend Jen, who called Jen? in the other day, no. who this gentleman was talking about sounding like Smoke and Hot Smoke Show. But so one of the prison chicks that we had uh, that would regularly call into the show because she would use her, her phone call to call us from time to time, which was really sweet. Uh, I guess she got banned from doing that after we made some joke about shanking and we had him live on air and it's complicated. But uh, one of the one of the young ladies got out and it was a work release program and she was working at a 7-Eleven and I guess fell in love with the guy that also worked at 7-Eleven and had to go back to jail because she got caught banging him behind the Seven well, Eleven. This isn't going to happen to our friend Jen. No, and Jen's this out. Caller. Jen's out. So this guy, I don't know if you're a part of our chat gentleman who just called i don't know your name that's kind of the the silly part is please tell us your name so that i have a reference point of what to call you because right now you're voicemail guy so voicemail guy please be a part of our twitch chat twitch.tv slash david mahoney because prison jen is literally in our chat at the moment like currently like this is your misconnection this could be be the moment where we link you two guys up we share instagram handles and next thing you know you're in love having little prison babies well, hopefully not. Like that's what prison reforms for. They, she is a reformed lady. She did her time. Yeah, but the kids he, don't have to go to jail too. He he just knows her as prison Jen right now, and maybe she has a lot more layers than that. I mean, sir, I will say this: Jen told us that she went to jail for like beating somebody up. So you, oh <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, yeah. So you, you, Jen, you better watch your ass, sir. <laughs> or yeah. <laughs> Jen's going to come off the top rope. Please leave a message after the tone. What do you guys think about how cheeseburgers are built? Not what to do after they're built, which if you want to cut it in half or eat it, well, that's your own choice. When you build a burger, should you put the bottom bun down and then the meat and then the toppings, or do you put the bottom bun down first and put the toppings on and then the beef on top? What do you think? Message deleted. I feel like there's a way. Bottom bun. Beef. You just go dry beef to bun? Excuse me? Ew. You do dry beef to bun. I'm not a dry guy. It's What do you mean a dry? What do you put on the bottom bun? The sauce. The sauce? You put the sauces underneath the meat so that there's a stick point for the beef to bun. Incorrect. You don't need a stick point for the beef to bun. You do need a stick point for the toppings. For the toppings. To stick to the top bun, (laughs) which is why you use the the sauce for the (laughs) toppings on the top bun. Now, listen. It goes bun. Okay. We're building from the bottom. Bun. I I put a bun on bottom. Okay. That is the mayonnaise, ketchup, mustard. So you don't put anything, you, you're a dry gal up on no, top? No, listen. Okay. To my order. Okay. Then meat. Oh, God, she's exhausting. Okay. <laughs> then uh-huh. cheese, then okay. lettuce, then tomato, then pickle, because the wet of the pickle and the tomato is going to make the top bun you're doing stick. It wrong. That's not how it works. 
That is the most perfect way to you build don't, your burger. You don't need anything to help the burger stick to the bun. Because it's going to get all slippy slidey. It, it is not going to get all slippy slidey. What are you talking about? <laughs> you do get no, slippy slidey. No, it's a, if there's anything, there's a lot more moisture in the actual burger patty than the pickle. <laughs> so that's why you use. So are you saying? I'm saying that we should burger, just put all of the fixings inside of the right burger the bun, patty, and then you take the top bun, you sauce that. Sauce. You, then you, you put your toppings on your sauce, and then you put it together and get it. Uh, I feel like burgers are too much work. For being real. See, Paisley said mayo on a burger is nasty. No, it's not. It is not nasty. It is meant to be. Open your mouth and taste this mayo burger because it's going to be great. Mayo and mustard. Add a lot of mustard, pickle, lettuce, no onions. But here's the thing is I'm kind of going anti-lettuce. I like salads. I love salads. I'm a, hey, let me get a salad before I eat my meal, Then why would you go anti-lettuce? Because it just... Every time it's always flimsy and like, the, you know, whenever you go to like a McDonald's or you're wherever, eat, you know it's what the a problem is? flimsy piece of lettuce. You're eating bad lettuce. You need yes. That, it's not my fault, though. cold, crisp iceberg. lettuce where you get that crunch. It's the iceberg yeah. lettuce. I know what mm-hmm. my mouth deserves, and it's the crispy, crunchy lettuce. But a lot of times people just give me the flimsy, floppy lettuce. So you want the, the firm, yes. crunchy lettuce, and you just get limp lettuce all the time. Because of maybe Ronald that, McDonald. Maybe that mouth needs to be working a little bit harder. No. Please leave a message after the tone. What villains do you secretly cheer for? Message deleted. All of them because they have the best character arc of every movie ever. Without villains, all movies would be boring. Don't you find that, yeah, I mean, like it really matters how good the villain is. Like the Look good the guy Joker. can just be the good guy. It doesn't really matter. You know, like what makes Batman kind of interesting as a good guy is that he's also sort of a bad guy. You know, a but, lot of well, people perceive him to be a bad guy. Because he's just rich and he's got cool toys. And it's just Christian Bale going, I'm Batman. And then you have, <laughs> you have Christian Bale or uh, uh, Heath Ledger out there doing the Lord's work, being the best villain in that whole mm-hmm. Batman trilogy. Yeah. Darth Vader. Dope. I even like it Chancel when- Chancellor Palpatine. Dope. Voldemort. Like, dope. Like sports guys go heel. Like- Aaron Rodgers, way more interesting now that he's just constantly tripping balls and has a weird mullet hairdo. Dope. Totally cool. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. Dave and Mahoney present, Are You Smarter Than a Community College Dropout? Probably not. Gavin is joining us for a round of Are You Smarter Than a Community College Drop-Up? Because Mahoney is not here today, Audrey is stepping in, and she is going to be challenging you, Gavin. And so is the game Are You Smarter Than a Community College Drop-Up? It is not today. It is Are You Smarter Than a University of Kentucky graduate? So, Gavin, tell us about your schooling. What uh, what was your highest level of schooling that you achieved? I had some college. Some college, okay. Technically, same. I mean, you got the degree, but you sort of limped your way there. It's fine. I, I limped. It's fine. I, you know, you, the first you, two years were a blur. You crossed the finish line. I did. You did. They have a saying in communications, D's get degrees. D's get degrees. Not even C's get degrees. No, D's, D's get degrees. D's. As long as your GPA is like a two. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's like a two eight, I think. All right. So Audrey is going to take her headphones off. She is going to leave the studio and go Goodbye, to a Gavin. soundproof space across the hallway. If you know what's good for you, you will lose 
That is not true, Gavin. If you win today, you get the prize. If not, you lose. You get nothing. You guys are going to be asked the same questions. There is a total of six, meaning that you get one pass today. So best of luck to you, Gavin. Here we go with question number one. What bird has legs but cannot walk? It's a bird that has legs but cannot walk. And, again, you do have one pass. I would uh, encourage you to use it sooner rather than later if you feel like you need it. I'm going to pass. Okay, good pass. Um, I wouldn't have gotten this. I had no idea until right now this moment what the correct answer is. Hummingbirds cannot walk. What do they do? Do they just sit there? hmm. Okay, so... No point there. Here we go on to number two. Five questions in a row. You have to answer all of these. What is the highest mountain on Earth, Gavin? Mount Everest. Mount Everest is correct. That is the point. Question number three. Who is regarded as the man who invented the telephone? Alexander Graham Bell. Yes. Alexander Graham Bell is right. Uh, question number four. The Geiger counter is used to measure what? I don't know. Seismic activity? Uh, It's not a bad guess, but it's incorrect. Radiation is the correct answer there. Radiation. Uh, Question number five. Two more to go. How many zeros are there in one billion? Nine. Nine is correct. Yes. And final question, which space mission were Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin a part of? Apollo um, 11? Apollo 11 is correct, yes. You went four for five. That is very good. Now, the question is, there she is. Audrey! She's coming back in. Sorry, we're shorthanded today. Okay. okay. I'm back. She's back. Um, Ready to beat Gavin's butt. Okay, we'll see. Uh, question number one, which, uh, did you hear what he said there? He, I think he said, wow, you're so great and beautiful. I can't believe I'm getting to play against said, you. good luck, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I okay, sorry. Something. Uh, here we go. Question number one, which bird has legs but can't walk? What? Has legs, can't walk. A bird. Yuck. That's a gross bird. <laughs> um, any uh, chickens raised by Purdue? <laughs> well, no. That's technically correct. I mean, okay. they pump them full so of weird full of genetics. Yeah. yeah, man. Have you ever watched? Uh, Can Holy you answer Chicken? the question? If that you don't was know, my answer, oh, and it's technically still, right. Still wrong. Uh, That's technically correct. It is not. Um, Watch the documentary Holy Chicken. Hummingbirds. Didn't know that. They have legs. I guess I. They do I have yeah, legs. Yeah. <laughs> I said they were just little balls of. Bird. Uh, but uh, they can't walk. What do they do? They just do they just plop down and just sit there and tell their little, they're ready little to take bellies. Off? They're just like a little helicopter. Just, yeah. Did Gavin get that correct? Uh, he passed on that one. Oh, All smart right. man. Okay. Question number two. What is the highest mountain on earth? Mount Everest. Mm-hmm. Question number three. Who is regarded as the man who invented the telephone? Um, Alexander Graham Bell. There you go. Question number four. What is a Geiger counter used to measure? Um, uh, um, 
what is it? The things in the ground when they split mm. and it makes the building shake a shake. What is that? An earthquake? An earthquake right. is what okay. I was going to say, but I'm going to pass. Mm, good pass, yes. That's <laughs> like the, the faults. No, it's uh, radiation is the Geiger counter. You're, um. Yeah. <laughs> Why couldn't think of earthquake? Yikes. Yep. Okay, here we go. On to question number five. How many zeros are there in one billion? What? How many zeros in one billion? Billion. Okay, so there's three, six, nine, and a million. So 12 and a billion? No, because... Oh. Is that? Hmm. <sighs> okay. I've never seen a billion before. <laughs> In my defense, uh-huh. I'm going to say, well, does a trillion come before a billion? We are. Uh... Three, six, nine is for sure the million. I was 12. No, nah, man. So 20? No, 20. <laughs> no. It's nine. Because the, the, there's the number, let's say it's a one, and then there's nine zeros, and that is a billion. What? Yeah, because like $999,000 would be six digits, so there's only six zeros in a million. There's nine There's six in a, in a million? There's six in a million plus the original number, right? So one comma zero 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 comma zero 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 is a million. You had three more to that. It's a billion. And Listen, you three I'm more to just that. a young, poor girl. <laughs> All right. Uh, final question. Which space mission were Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin a part of? Well, they weren't a part of any mission. Because they never went to the moon. They never went That's to right. the moon. That's right. Um, <laughs> Apollo 18. No. <laughs> you got the Apollo part right. You Apollo just, 13. Uh, still no. Apollo 11. Yes. Too late, though. Uh, you got three correct. Gavin got four correct. Here. Congratulations, Gavin. Thank you very much. Turns out some college is better than all of the college at the University of Kentucky. <laughs> I let him win. Yeah. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is Dave and Mahoney. Audrey, you are exhausting. And I mean that in the nicest way possible. No, you like don't, you, Dave. Oh, God. You are just so hell-bent on doing things. I love doing things. Uh, What's so wrong with that? What were you doing this weekend? A lot of things. Where, where do you want me to start? You were rock climbing. Yeah, indoor. Because that's necessary. I was so I was so good. <laughs> Everybody was just like, whoa, so she's blown away. so good. Wow, I was look like, at yeah. her climbing that fake wall of rocks. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's really impressive. It was impressive. So impressive. For the group, everybody was like, wow, I can't do that. And I was like... Yeah, maybe with a lot of time and practice, you can get as good as me. So but it's hard. have you been rock climbing in the past and you have yeah, been off kind and of on. sandbagging? Unreligiously for like six years. Six years? Sure. I mean, I say unreligiously. Like I go once a quarter. It's not, that doesn't do me Why? anything. Why would you do that? It's because a fantastic um, activity style workout. Because today you said you were sore all over the place from rock climbing? My forearms. Yeah. That's it. My That's forearms. It. Okay. Right here. Right, right here. And my hands... Legit felt like sausages that day. Okay. So weak. you have also just announced to the class that you are going to be doing the hard 75. Well, but I called for- it 80 rock hard. Okay. So whatever that means. But it's 80 days rock hard challenge. Okay. So you're really going to do 80 days instead of 75. So do you? are you familiar with the rules of, the, of, of hard 75? Yes. Because I have a friend the that just did this. The rules are this. So no, no. I'm going to. I have the rules. Okay. Go ahead. 
the rules are this. Follow mm-hmm. a diet. Easy. Whatever. No, it is not follow a diet. That means no alcohol. Which I don't drink. I'm sure you're fine. You don't drink. You were just... On a vacation. It wasn't a vacation. You were out of town for the weekend. I didn't drink then. We literally were passing around vitamins. Are you talking about the fireball on it the ski lift? It was a sip. Okay. Um, I had a you just sip posted of it. a that's mini. The only, uh, I just, you, you posted it. That's the, all we I know. We literally were passing were... around vitamins. Like, that's the level. And listening to soft jazz. Okay. So you don't drink. <laughs> fine. No alcohol. Easy. No cheap meals either. Not a single one. You're fine with that? Yeah, I can do that. Okay. So 75 days. Now, one very important part of the 75 hard is that if you skip a day, any single day, whether whether you're sick or whatever the circumstances are, you have to totally start over. That sucks. That does suck. So here's the things, though, that are are what I'm going to think that are going to be pretty tough. The gallon of water a day. Gallon of water a day is a lot. Tough. Um, And then also like following the diet, like usually people will be like, okay, I'm going to give up sweets or I'm going to give up like whatever, because it's the things that are the hardest for you to give up. Mm -hmm. So um, for me, the two things that I'm going to give up that I know are going to be the biggest struggle is my snooze alarm. That's a fantastic one for me to give up. I need to give up my snooze alarm because I snooze in the morning. I'm just snoozing. I'm a snoozing fool. You're going to give up your snooze alarm? So that I wake up and start a healthy, happy habit of waking up appropriately. Okay. And not snoozing my yeah. alarm for five times. Yeah. Waking up when I should. Okay. And that way, Dave, you might start You're going to be so like, healthy and, and happy when you do that? Yes. Yeah. Because right now, I just kind of like get up, you know? And like I could just be happier with waking up earlier so i'm hmm. gonna try getting rid of my snooze alarm wait, wait so when you say you're getting rid of your snooze alarm does that mean that you're not setting additional alarms because we've had this you know talk i want a couple to of times. wake up with my first alarm okay but what if you don't well, i'm not gonna just unsnooze i'm not you're- irresponsible in the sense of i'll probably click snooze but i'm going to try and get up from okay. my feet on the floor Got with it. that first alarm all right so cutting out the snooze and what else starbucks you're cutting out starbies you what love it so much. Uh, that's my happy place. Why? Why would you cut out your happy place if that's because your... there's so much sugar packed? Sugar. All right, so that's that's also like that's challenging, right? But that's I, the I most think challenging that you part. can do it. Uh, I disagree. There's there's one very important thing that you're forgetting. The workout. So there's Twice a day. yes. So you have to take a progress photo every day. Easy enough, especially if you're feeling good and you're getting in shape. That should be fine. Uh, Ten pages per day of a nonfiction book. So it can't be like a storybook. It has to be, you have to be learning something. A man wrote these rules. I don't a man like wrote these open rules. Open up what do you mean? the history book of Genovia. It, it, Genovia? <laughs> that's that's why you need to open. Okay. So this is actually the first sentence, and maybe a man did write this, but it says, <laughs> this is not entertainment time. This is not Harry Potter time. This is learn new stuff time. Okay, okay, whenever I'm home, I actually barely watch TV. I'm one of those psychopaths that I really don't care about TV because there's just so much to consume, but I don't feel like choosing. So I do read, but I read fiction books because I enjoy those books. Okay. You can't make me not I, enjoy reading. I don't think that you're going to have a hard time reading. I think that you're going to have a hard time with the workouts. Yes, because it's two of them. So the way that that, the hard 75 works is that there has to be two workouts, and they have to be at least 45 minutes each, Mm -hmm. and you can't piggyback them, meaning that you can't go, all right, I'm just going to go to the gym for an hour and a half and do both of my workouts at this time. In fact, it separates them so much that they have to be 
separate times of the day, and one of the workouts has to be outside. outside. So that means that if it's raining, if it's cold, if it's windy, if it's any of those things, does not matter. You still have to go outside every single day for 75 consecutive days and do a 45-minute workout outside, and then later turn around and do another 45-minute workout. I could run outside. You're not. You're going to do that every or day? Or walk. For, that's not a workout. Walking a is walk at, is not a workout. Walking is a workout. It is, ma'am. Dave Farah, I don't have doing, to like do sprints. If you're doing 75 hard or 80 rock hard or whatever you call it's it, only called you 80 can't rock go hard for a casual walk yeah, outside. No, you, you got to dictate how I work no, out. No, take your shirt off and do a workout. Go sprinting outside. HR, Dave told me to do no, a sports bra. Out. You know what I mean? No, no, I'm not that. You're listening to Dave and Mahoney. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Please leave a message after the tone. Bagel bites are completely superior to pizza rolls, and you all know that that is the truth. Message deleted. Yeah, pizza rolls are no good. I mean, pizza rolls have all of the makings of being a delight, but they're too hot, they're too cold, they taste like crap. Like, pizza rolls, overrated. Bagel bites, accurate take, superior. I had... Pizza the other day for breakfast. Okay. And I... You had pizza for breakfast. Yes. The I, girl who just told us she was going to do the hard 75 with no cheating whatsoever. I pizza was for skiing breakfast, and okay. there was yeah. no other right. food yeah. for breakfast Fine. other than the pizza okay. that we had ordered the night before. Okay, so maybe you guys should focus a little bit less on the vitamins and more about the food in your abode. Why are but, you but, no, so anti-me doing this? I have now changed it from 80 extra hard rock hard to um maybe 75 light 75 light so we've just i'm just trying to get us to a realistic place so we can accomplish our goals yeah so normal that's totally normal um anyways i forgot what what i was gonna say i got pizza for breakfast for breakfast and and i did some like mind witchcraft in Mm -hmm. order for me to believe in myself that i was eating just a bagel bite just a nice bagel because it's still bread Mm -hmm. yeah with cheese sure a meat okay and just some tomatoes normally I mean, you certainly can have savory bagels for sure. Yeah, no, no, I'm not mad at the idea of a bagel being used as the Think exterior about it. of a sandwich. You can have a bagel, mm-hmm. everything bagel. Oh, do like an everything bagel, yeah. and then cream cheese and a mm-hmm. tomato. Yeah, huh? Yeah, just a tomato. I'm st- I'm in a protein. A lot of people put salmon mm-hmm. on there. Yeah, okay. yeah, sure. I mean, there's really no difference. It's just how you have smashed the tomato into. I will so say uh, pizza bites uh, definitely inferior to bagel bites, but the best thing uh, is a little tasty little snack that comes in bite size. Have you ever had the bite size corn dogs? <laughs> yes. And they are fantastic. Yes. Just in all the mustard, right? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I love bite sized corn dogs. I think they're. <laughs> I think they're my favorite. Okay. No, I really do. I feel like they're my favorite because it's just like one bite. Are you making this a penis thing? No. <laughs> it made me laugh because the way you said it was like that, but now I'm trying to get back on track, but I can't stop laughing about it. Please leave a message after the <laughs> If you could travel back in time to see any dead musician, who would it be? Message deleted. Not really that interested in it, if we're, if we're being honest. I mean, I, you, there's the old phrase that the living don't care about the dead, which seems kind of heartless, uh, but it's true. You don't care about dead people. I mean, not really. Do they? You think they that the next generations are going to care about us? No, of course not. They're not. It's horrific. Is it? Yeah, man. Because like, what's the point? You know, what's all this for? <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> anyway, do you want to see a musician or not? 
<laughs> no. Okay. Please leave a message after the tone. What's the story behind one of your scars? Message deleted. <laughs> I have a few. I've got the one scar that's the whole length of my head, just back of the head to the front of the head. If that's I, if, now your part. Yeah, if I ever go bald, like you're, I'm, everyone's going to be asking about that. Oh, no. No, I'll be fine. I'll be like, yeah. Do you want to see how I got these scars? Vietnam. How many scars do you have? A lot, man. I got a scar. Do you remember my, your first scar? I got, this one is probably my first one. You see this on my arm right here? How it's like, that's from when I pulled a scalding hot pot of tea onto my arm and like, you know, burned all the skin off of it. Do all men forget about their first scar ever? I just told you what my first scar was, and I remembered it right away. Is that not my first scar? Why are you shaking your... Oh, the penis. <laughs> Back to the penis again. Call or text us at 833-YO-DUMP and on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So Andy just had a really interesting question, and I'm curious if you want to uh, bro down with me on this one, Audrey. Uh, he asked, Dave, if you had to make a choice, what do you like better, driving eggs or driving tater tots, and um, we it's all an know. Easy answer. Big, big fan of driving eggs. Uh, for you, you're going to go tater tots. Are you not? I am not because I prefer to use tater tots as a delicacy. No, Dave. Yes, you don't. yes. Del- you get double the tots: one for the road, one for the home. You go to you have like told Sonic me you've done this, and you've gotten two. Have you lied to me. No, I didn't tell you that I've done this. I've never done that. <laughs> I've gotten double the nuggets before, uh, and I've hidden, if, if you just take the sleeve of the empty nugs and you put them on the outside, and you're just like, oh, they must have given me two sleeves. Oh, wow, sleeves. Oh, These oops. are just very... <laughs> very sullied sleeve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, you, you'd prefer the driving tater tots? Anything it, over eggs, Dave. Wh- Literally anything over eggs. Eggs are so hard to eat Would you when say you're driving. Over easy? What? On the eggs? I like over easy better, yes, but not when I'm driving. Scrambled eggs for the drive, for sure. You don't. You were the you, only you one, never... and I think in history to eat eggs on the road. It's a it's a great way to save time. What am I going to do? Eat sure. breakfast at home efficient. in the morning? I mean, you could. Yeah. I could, or I could eat it while I'm driving. Safe, real safe of you. It's not unsafe. You're texting constantly while you're driving. You're the one that drives in the garages. Don't come at me with this safe stuff. I'm just saying. When's the last time that you hit an inanimate object? I don't know. Probably one of your kids. Probably bumped into one. You bumped into one of my kids? I said you probably bumped into one. Okay, first off, my kids are animate. They move. (laughs) I don't know what you do, Dave. I'm just saying that driving eggs is the least efficient food to eat while driving. So I would choose tater tots. It's not the least efficient food to eat. There's plenty of things. Tacos? Have you ever tried to eat a taco while you're driving? Absolutely. It at least has a vessel for you to go. Yeah, but then the the well, you don't get it with lettuce, do you? Mm-mm. See, that's what it is. Because the, the lettuce goes everywhere. And I enjoy lettuce, but just not. It just has no flavor. Mm. Well, I mean the uh, the the choice between the driving eggs and the driving tots is tough because I do enjoy both quite a lot. But um, why was this question? Given to you, Dave. I don't know. Andy just asked. <laughs> I'm just. He was asking because he knows that those are two things I enjoy. Uh, we did discover something that Audrey absolutely loathes this morning, uh, and that is like multiple sounds at the same time. She has yeah. been going kind of crazy here in the studio because you thought that there was some. There's a noise there coming from. There's two noises. 
No, nobody can hear that. It's like a ticking noise coming from our vent. Yeah. But I mean, there um, over the weekend, I realized that, and I know that you will agree with this, Dave, and everybody in our Twitch chat, chat twitch.tv slash David Mahoney, they will agree. There is nothing more annoying than when you're trying to watch TV and someone has their phone on loud. Okay, so who is doing that? You? No, I'm just saying like, anybody. It seems like that would be a you thing. I mean, I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I it don't just even seems... watch TV like that. You don't watch TV like that? No. You don't watch TV like what? Do you ever listen to me? I don't really watch TV. I don't really watch TV. I would rather sit in silence and then be on my phone. And I'm really not on my phone after I like no, I know, but certain what, times what if your What if your boyfriend was watching TV and you weren't watching TV because you don't watch TV and you had your phone on and you were sitting there scrolling through the TikTok. If it comes on by accident, the volume, mm-hmm. then that's an accident. And I can understand that. Mm-hmm. But if you are scrolling through your phone, watching video after video on volume, mm-hmm. that's rude. It is rude. I agree. Yeah. And people do that. I yeah. mean, I my family does it. Like, it's not just subjective to like a single person, but it's really and it's. It's not even just the fact that they're doing it because I find it rude. It's when there's multiple phones doing it at the same time when the TV's on. I'm like, oh my gosh. Then they're just battling out their own sound because they don't want to hear the other person's TikTok volume. So there's just like, think about being in a weight room. Everybody's phones, if you've got all of the phone sounds at the same time, it just, it's like nails on chalkboard to me. I can't Mm. stand it. It's like you have headphones. The headphones are invented. Wait, are you saying that when you go to the gym, there's people walking around without their phones connected to headphones? Sure. What? Or like if you're in the grocery store, people do it. Like it's just too many sounds at one time. Is like it makes me go like it. It like breaks me a mm-hmm. little bit. Like I have, like I will turn off the TV and remove myself from that situation if there's too many sounds. You were kind of freaking out in the studio. Like you were getting up and picking up things that you thought were making noise. There's a sign that's well, on even, the back window that you were going to move to some other location. Even whenever, like if Mahoney's video is playing, if I have a video playing, and we have the overhead sounds from the studio playing, and then out of our headphones, it's just too much, and it makes me freak out. Okay. So as a parent, though, I, I wonder, like, do you just become numb yes. to the sounds? Like yes. you just are just you just learn to block them out. Yeah. So yeah. like if feel, you have like the, the radio house, on and yeah. then the sounds in the back seat mm-hmm. coming on over the stereo mm-hmm. doesn't drive you bonkers. No, as long as the kids are quiet, I don't care at all. You don't have like cute little headphones for them. No, we do have. I mean, Sienna, the oldest will wear headphones. The others won't wear headphones at this point. That drives me crazy. I like it is something that I am obviously just going to have to get over. I'm not I don't I I never say anything about it. I just remove myself because it drives me crazy. Drives me absolutely crazy. The the volume on while somebody else is watching TV strikes me as very rude. The volume on when somebody is in bed next to you and they're falling asleep but the person is on their phone on Instagram or whatever, TikTok, and they're scrolling and the sound's on. But very that's rude. Accidental. I understand accidents. No, I mean, accidental the first time, but if they just keep scrolling through mm-hmm. videos, then that's annoying. And the most egregious is the on the airplane, just completely oblivious to the fact that there's other humans around you, or the speakerphone at the grocery store. Like, what are you doing? Mm, speakerphone at the grocery store. Yeah. Top tier. I'm just surprised that you're not like, I am so surprised that you are not in agreement with the multiple sounds from multiple children plus the stereo. Doesn't matter. Plus the TV. No. If there's nobody scream, screaming bloody murder at that time, there can be 13 sound sources going on. Doesn't bother me at all. Oh. It's fine. 
This is Dave and Mahoney. Blitz, glamour, and out-of-touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash. I'm Dave and Mahoney. So Jay Leno's whole thing for years now has been his love for classic vehicles and motorcycles. And he's got, you know, this show, Jay Leno's Garage. That's now been canceled. Um, and for good reason. Uh, if you remember back in November, he was working on one of the classic cars and it caught on fire mm-hmm. and it burnt his face off. Um, and, you know, he's okay, which is good. Uh, but then he was up in Lake Tahoe and he, I guess, went through, and this sounds awful, uh, he was going through a parking lot that had a low-hanging wire on his motorcycle, mm. and he made a joke about how he ran into Jeremy Renner's snowplow while he was up in Lake Tahoe, um, obviously kidding around, but he said in an interview, I got knocked off my motorcycle, so I have a broken collarbone, I have two broken ribs, I have two cracked kneecaps, but I'm okay, I'm okay, I'm working this weekend, I'm working this weekend. It sounds like the cars and motorcycles are... I mean, maybe that ship, back. that ship has sailed a little bit on uh, on Jay Leno. I mean, he is getting up there in uh, in the years. Dude, so. there's nothing worse than like there's nothing you can do for cracked ribs. You yeah, just you have just to wait them for heal. them yeah. to heal. Yeah. And same for the collarbone. Like unless it's spliced in a specific type of way, like there's no sense in you doing surgery. And he's like 100 years old, so I don't even know. Do you undergo the surgery to get your collarbone fixed? I your don't know, cracked man. knees. I don't what know. do you do for cracked the knees? Cracked kneecaps. Ow. Like, I think you got to call it at some point, right? I mean, how do you walk? Do you even walk? I don't know. Um, HBO has already announced the second season of Last of Us. I'm all caught up on that. Watch the uh, latest episode that came out on Sunday. So interesting because you're not a nerd culture like that. So for you to be enjoying The Last of Us is interesting to me. Uh, But I'm a Pedro Pascal are you va- are you on the daddy train and all of a sudden? Uh, I, mean, I don't know if I'm on the daddy train necessarily. That's what he calls himself. But ever since uh, ever since Narcos, and then I loved him in Mandalorian, and I guess there's more Mandalorian that's coming out very soon. But uh, Last of Us is fantastic. I love Pedro. I think he's a great actor. Um, and I'm you're right. I'm not part of like the nerd culture. Although I ever since I bought the Nintendo Switch, I've gotten a lot. Oh, more you're gonna be a game. gamer now. I was like perusing more games to really? add to the this collection. Is how it starts. Yeah. He's on the trip. What game were you perusing? What were, what were you thinking about getting? Well, I mean, it was one for the girls. It was it's called Just Dance, uh, but I, I also Are have you some good at just pretty dance? sick moves myself. So I might get out there and just dance myself. Did you get it no, for him? Really. No, because it didn't have the actual like card. It was a download only, and I wanted the like physical card so that way they can take it with them and play when they're not connected to the anyway. No, you can still play if you're not connected. You can yes, just with the download. Yes. Oh, really? Because it's downloaded to the actual uh, like device. See, I'm learning so much. Yeah. Uh, but Last of Us adaptation of a game, of course. Uh, but I'm no- also not normally into like the zombie shows. Like the first few seasons of Walking Dead were really good. Uh, but n- normally not into like the whole. Z- but this is much more than just regular. It feels like the character development is really solid. Mm-hmm. HBO's done a great job. So would recommend. Happy to see they've already greenlit season two. And another one that I watched this uh, this weekend. The Harrison Ford slash Jason Segel shrinking show. I've on, heard it's good on Apple TV Plus. They dropped two episodes, which I like how they're doing that now to uh, to kind of kick things off. And that is, it's funny. Like it's, it, it, it seems funny. Several like laugh out loud moments in the first couple. It of It seems episodes. like a good fit for Jason now that he's at that age. Like I feel, does that make sense? Yeah. Like I feel like this is a good progression. Yeah, he was kind of just his... like the goofy sort of slapstick guy, Jason yeah. Segel, and now. He can play the part of a. It's a lot more Adult serious comedy, character, yes, because he's a therapist, and 
he's dealing with, you know, tragedy in his own life and it ends up Harrison Ford is also excellent in it because Harrison Ford, unlike Jay Leno, knows his role. He's just playing a grumpy old man, which is perfect for Harrison Ford. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I so. watched um Indiana Jones. You did? For the first time. For the first time? Yeah, the first what one, did whatever you it's think? called. Dude. What? Oh no. It was so Are you talking about Raiders of the Lost Ark? Is that the one with the with the bowling ball that chases after him? It's uh, the boulder, yes. <laughs> I could think of the name of the boulder. <sighs> so the bowling ball chases after him. And what was that sand switcheroo? Tell me more about the sand switcheroo that didn't even work. It was supposed to be the... Didn't it, work. it had to be the exact same weight. And it just wasn't. And it wasn't. And so... It feels like a really wrong thing to well, get Well, I mean, wrong. How, how are you... He was just guesstimating how much the statue weighed. It's not like he knew. Feels like a horrible thing to have to guesstimate. What about the spiders on the back? Yeah, that was gross. Yeah. The whole movie, again, start to finish, was just so okay. I oh, wish I would have seen it when I was younger. God, because watching it now, Audrey, it was bad. He was running away from a clear <sighs> boulder. Who put that boulder up there? Let's talk about that. It, the whole thing was booby trapped. What do you mean? So what do you mean? It after was the booby people. Okay, Dave. After the bowling ball chases after him and it it's stops. It's not a bowling ball. Who pushes it back up to booby trap it again? It's not. You're not supposed to have Who's to. It is supposed to be traps. murder, death, kill to whoever goes in there. Well, what happens if you know? For God for, forbid something like I don't know. Harrison Ford runs out with your shiny object. Mm-hmm. It was a bad booby trap. So it it just as as it you been. just leave the hole covered by the giant boulder? No, no. You just push a button and it goes back. What is it, Chuck E. Cheese? No, yeah. It's like an actual bowling ball. <laughs> you know, mean? like the old push thing that goes good. What know. do you mean that yeah. it re-booby trapped itself? It just drops down and then it comes back. you got to wait a no, second no, no, and it'll no. come a right I feel like that was the, the silliest thing. Because if you don't think about don't sit part here two and, of booby trapping. It's Indiana Jones. I'm just saying those villains so, horrible oh, foresight. You can you can suspend disbelief on the the magic devil that comes out of the box and melts everyone's face That's off. That's also ridiculous. But your the only thing that bothers you is how do they move that rock? How do they? <laughs> because on logistically, one minute here logistically, this doesn't make any sense. Is there a pulley system? Do they roll it down a hill exactly. and then roll it all it, the way back how, up? How do they get it up there? How is that boulder so smooth? It was the perfect round, very large. Boulder. Yes, they, they did a great job. It was so a perfect weird. murder boulder, and it still didn't work. <laughs> they said, "Wow, let's use this. I don't know for murder. This mm-hmm. is the per- we could have used this for I don't know a wheel of some sort to like use this because they were all I don't know, man. It was just very odd movie. I, I don't mean to uh, be insulting. I mean this in the most positive way possible. You're exhausting. It's a great movie. Great. You yes, iconic, it was yes. iconic, great movie. You I think that it was so popular it because it was right after Star too Wars. Late. I think you it was watched right it 30 after years Star too Wars. late. You're sitting here like breaking down the CGI. Like, that wasn't a very realistic bowling ball. How, the hell did the boulder get to the top of the booby trap is all I'm saying. Also, Harrison Ford, if you have to get this the old switcheroo swap, wouldn't you like, oh, I really? don't know, but your, out your the whole favorite movie series is a little boy with a magic stick that lives under yes, the stairs. Yes, it's much, okay? much magic. Is magical. Much, much magic is what? <laughs> magic is magical. You can't. The to- you can't. the talking owls fine, but there's no talking owls. No, there's not. No, whatever. Uh, so this is kind of cool. Uh, Steve-O is the hero that we didn't know that we needed, um, but he is definitely there for his boy Bam Margera, who has been going through it, 
And Steve-O actually brought him out on stage. Say that second part again. I'm the Britney Spears of Jackass because I've had a legal guardian to make my decisions for a year. A judge has stripped me from all my rights, and I just completed my own rock and roll tour of ten different rehabs for a year and a half in Florida. I am here for kind of poking fun at it if he's actually on the mend, like sitting here and like. I think he is. Yeah, I, I hope so, man. Because he almost died in December. Yeah, Bam, he did. I think if they like, they had to resuscitate him is uh, the story. But um, you know, Steve-O has done a great job of getting his life together, and if he can bring Bam along on that journey, then good for him. Can you imagine? <laughs> Steve-O being your sober, yeah. what is it called whenever you're an AA and your you have your sponsor, your sponsor, your sponsor, yeah. Steve-O is your sponsor through this yeah. whole thing. Yeah. Like of all of the people who we would have thought would have crashed and burned, mm-hmm. I pr- would have thought it was Steve-O. Sure. Steve-O was the most liable out of all of them because yeah. he was the biggest mess and would do the craziest stuff and everything else. And now Steve-O's just got his whole life together and he's just doing Still doing crazy stuff, but he's doing it totally sober and seems to really be very happy right now, which I hope is the case. For sure. And like stand up dude for taking his boy in like that, too. Yeah, because Bam's a mess. Um, And also a mess, unfortunately. I'm shocked that it didn't work out. Um, Gwyneth Paltrow is having to close down uh, the British branch of her Goop lifestyle store. I guess the oh, I do. I do kind of feel bad about scented, that. You do. I'm she not. She came pro. out with a vagina scented candle. That doesn't seem a little extra. It's to you. not vagina scented. It smells like roses. It's not like the. It's not parfume. De vagine. <laughs> it sure is. It is not. It have you ever is. sniffed it? Uh, no, I have exactly, not. Exactly. You don't know. It's not vagina have scented. You? It's not vagina have you scented. Answer no, the question. Okay then. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. Oh, Let's good it. for you. Are you an old? Do you have a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Telephone. Then call and leave a message. Eight three three yo dummy. Now the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey guys, I just wondering, do you ever wanted something that's not necessarily good? But you've seen it before and you wish it was you. Mine is, I've never had two women fighting over me. That would be so freaking awesome. How about you guys? Message deleted. You think it would be awesome to have two women fighting over you? I feel like the dude always comes out as the loser in that scenario. It's not great. I mean, it's flattering, I suppose. But no, man, that ain't good. I don't know about that toxic stuff. I know some people love that, but I don't get it. That's not for me. I would, I would much rather feel? just be like, take him. <laughs> take him? Yeah. Like, I mean, if we're if I'm ever in a position where you I have never, to pick me, choose me, you pick me, fight for your, not. You wouldn't fight for your man? If I had to beg to be chosen, absolutely not. Even early on, huh? If I have to beg to be chosen, absolutely it's not. It's not begging to be chosen. It's just like I feel like that's kind of part of the process, isn't it? Where If you meet me and you like see, me, that's then the that's thing. great. You're if such... you don't meet me and we don't like each other, then there's no part two. Same goes for whoever else is in the other party. That's such a hot chick thing to say. What it do you is, mean? It is. No, I mean, if, like, if you don't Am see I privileged? me, you just fall all over yourself. Yes, of course you are. <laughs> <laughs> my pretty privilege. No, I don't know, dude. Like, I mean, I just, I don't, I'm not a... Literally, if I have to be begging to be loved or begging to be picked, yuck. Nobody nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves that. I don't know. I feel like, see, th- 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 that's where the disconnect is. Because, like, for us dudes, like, I feel like all we, all we do is just basically kind of, like, grovel until the, they finally say yes. 
What do you mean finally say yes? Yeah. No, that's not true. Yeah, like we just say we pull out all the stops and do all these songs and dance and look at us. That's look not, at, we're just, a good that's enough That's so suitor. sad that's how you feel. Because nah, women want to want you too. Like yeah. men want to be wanted. Like we pick you. That's how you we date. Like that's why you go on yeah, dates because you you've been chosen to go on a date. We pull out all the stops and do all these little surprises and do all of our moves, even though those are moves it's that flirting. we use on other girls. That's just flirting. Okay, all right. Yeah, it's all it's all about perspective, I guess. You think that flirting is song and dance? You don't. I think that that's just cat and mouse. I guess like. Right. That's uh, yes. That's like it's either cat and mouse, fun. or it's cute and not. It's either desperate and thirsty, or it's adorable. Subjective and, and a, for sure. Yeah, it just depends on how good looking the person is. If you're and there's nothing wrong with you not being attracted to somebody. Yeah. It doesn't mean that because you've pulled out the song and dance that you are deserved of a date. But I mean, because you, if you're not attracted to them. Yeah, I mean, for sure. I mean, no one owes anyone anything when ever. it comes to dating. Ever. But at the same time, like, there's always been an expectation, at least for me, that there was going to be a certain, the courting period where you're pulling out all of the, the tricks that you've got, all you know, the whole bag of tricks. Like, please. What were your bag of tricks, Dave? I mean, there's certain places that you take people that you're interested in. Yeah, 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 for sure. Is there not? It's yeah, like, for sure. It's like the, the every dude that I know you that, that is a serial outspend? dater. You ever overspend on oh, a first date? Oh, overspending all the time, but it's not just overspending. It's like going to very specific places that are almost exclusively designed for like the first date, like the place that's got that really romantic view or something. Oh, yeah. That's like, but if you get taken there or if you take somebody there, the expectation isn't like this is my first time discovering this place. Like that's your go-to spot. <gasps> Really? Don't act like you're surprised. Of course it is. I, what do you mean? I was. I. I'm shocked right now. You. You've never heard Mahoney t- tell the story about about his sex layer in his, the woods. His, yes. his sex cabins. It wasn't just one girl. That's where he used to take all of the girls. Girls, I'm so sorry. I opened this door for us because now we're all looking at our husbands and our boyfriends like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, come you on. You took us there. Oh, like it's, the, it's probably the third time you've been there. <laughs> Please leave a message after the tone. One of the times my aunt visited us when I was younger, she told us, I'm terrified. I think I'm going blind. My father cleaned her glasses and she could see just fine. This woman taught at a high school. Message deleted. Couldn't figure out the dirty glasses, huh? Do you have any relatives that you're just kind of like, man, we're related, huh? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I do. My lineage. You. My lineage is horrible. <laughs> is it? Yeah. I don't even know if I can even talk about my lineage. Like, legit, I found out through a family tree. Okay. Uh, side note. The family tree thing. Oh, boy. A bunch of racists. <laughs> well, yeah. But also, <laughs> my my sweet little grandpa. It's a different time. <laughs> it was. I saw nothing to do with me. I broke through it, you know? Yeah, you, I moved out of the South. You're, you're, you're changing. You're changing things. <laughs> I broke through. My grampy, sweet little grampy, did the lineage, the little family tree, and do he that. swears, swears that we are descendants of old Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> oh, really? Robert, Robert for, E. Lee over here. For yeah. Ev- I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So forever. He was like, yes, we are related to Benjamin Franklin. And at the time, when I was a kid, I was like, wow, that's so cool. But, but then here's later the, here's you learn about well, ben Franklin, Franklin, and he just, was a yeah, horrible, horrible person. Horrible guy and just stole every idea that he ever had. Any I mean, I'm sure he's brilliant and all that stuff, too. But 
the the whole thing with family lineage, like who you're related to and like where you came from. Before this generation, you could just make it up. You could just make it up. Yeah, you're like, yeah, we are we are royalty. But you know, one of our people left. And now uh, we live in a shoe. We uh, <laughs> ha- our, Your grandmother is Meghan Markle. <laughs> Call or text us at 833 yo And on social media at Dave and Mahoney. This is the Dave and Mahoney this Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So there is a lot of conspiracy theories out there, but one of the dumbest, and I mean we have seen and heard a lot of extraordinarily stupid conspiracy theories, especially over the last couple of years, but easily one of the single-handed dumbest ones that I've heard as of late is that Damar Hamlin is actually dead, and the NFL is pretending like he is alive. That's why when he showed up to that game and he was standing up in that booth, well, you couldn't really see his face that well, and it was just the NFL. They have a body double now that is pretending to be DeMar Hamlin. He is dead. He's been dead ever since the accident happened because it took too long to resuscitate him, blah, 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 blah. All people these people really think that? are medical experts, even though they didn't get any medical training. They all just get caught up in their little echo chamber, and they believe that DeMar Hamlin is dead and has been dead since that fateful night in that game against Cincinnati. So why would... Okay, what what's the conspiracy theory here? They're doing this because it's, the NFL doesn't want to lose. Yes, but what? But so what? It like, doesn't make any sense. Of I'm course, so it doesn't confused. make any sense. These so stone confused. cold morons. There's so many dumb people out there, and um, people were all going, "Well, why hasn't Demar Hamlin made a video yet? Why hasn't? Why he does sat he have down? to make a video after him literally almost dying, not even three weeks ago? It's almost like he doesn't owe that to you and your stupid conspiracy theory. Oh my god! But, but, guess what, but everybody but, feels like they are owed something in this. But guess what? Demar Hamlin did. He did a video, not because of all these dumb conspiracy theories. He just wanted to say thank you. Well, I'm so thankful to everybody. I know that it isn't enough just to be thankful. This is just the beginning of the impact that I wanted to have on the world. And with God's guidance, I will continue to do wonderful and great things. I couldn't do this without any of the support and the love. And I can't wait to continue to take y'all on this journey with me. I kid you not. I, I, just I was him. watching this last night. I love him, too. Like, just such a good dude. I didn't know anything about DeMar Hamlin before the accident. You know, he's a safety on the Bills. There's a lot of football players. It's sad that it took something so traumatic like this for us to be like, man, what a good guy. Yeah, no, I mean, it's a, but, I mean, there's a lot of good guys out there, and there's a lot of people that are doing good things. Yeah. So, I mean, the fact that, you know, he's one of many that are doing great things for the community, that's encouraging in its own way. Uh, but I did see people posting underneath his video after I watched it, because I'm like, that was really sweet. And then I'm like, let me um, take it to the let, comments. Let me just read the comments here. Let me see. Sometimes and, the comments are and treasure. There was some people that were saying, "Ah, that video is kind of choppy." Obviously, it's a deep fake. He's dead. Okay, so all yeah. of those people, let's collect them and do a small sample survey. Mm-hmm. I would like to know of all of the people who think that Demar Hamlin has died, and the NFL has something to gain by pretending that he's alive, which yes. is just weird. Which is weird. So, what would happen if he actually died on the field? I don't know, whatever. That's just a very bizarre conspiracy theory. I would like to know how many of those people believe other weird conspiracy theories. I mean, almost all of them. Like the the bubble that you have to get into to start drinking the Kool-Aid and believing nonsense like that. I just want to roll up this paper and just... I want to know at what point does it start for people? Like really, what point... Did you take the pill and for you to Get go into conspiracy hobby. theory land? Jesus. But, see, like, people for, are like, they're just so, they just don't get it. They just don't get it. They'll never get it. We're sheep. That's what it is. They're Dude. lions, not sheep. 
But also, lions are so lazy. They don't do their own research. <laughs> they have their women <laughs> out doing their yeah, research for them. They're like, lioness, do that research for me. <laughs> yeah, Tell me what's up. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. It goes to your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen. All at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> Way out in the land of the setting sun, where the wind blows wild and free. There's a lovely spot, just the only one that means home, sweet home to me. If you follow the old Kit Carson trail till the desert meets the hills, oh, you certainly will agree with me. It's the place of a thousand thrills. Home means Nevada, home means the hills, home means a sage in the pine. Trucky silvery rills Out where the sun always shines Here is the land that I love the best Fairer than all I can see She's deep in the heart of the golden west Home means Nevada to me One more time now Home means Nevada to me 